We're going. I know. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the podcast from P-Town. I am your co-host, and your host is going to bring us the news first. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Hope everybody's having a good week. Um, It's definitely hit summer now. We are at about 95 degrees, but the heat index, I think, only says it, it feels only like 90 or something like that, so that's good. Um, definitely a lot nicer weather than what we've had. So there's that. I've heard that, um, somebody had said that the reservoir though is dropping about one to two feet per day. Oh. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but, um, hopefully the water will hold out for a little bit longer, get some more crops watered so people can be set for this winter. And, uh, hopefully maybe we'll have a winter with lots of snowfall and try to get some of these reservoirs filled back up. Um, taking a look at the news you can use, our news correspondent has made it two weeks in a row now. Pretty proud of him for that. Thank you, news correspondent. Um, so this one says an Oklahoma man allegedly killed his friend while fishing because he thought the victim would feed him to Bigfoot. Oh, gosh. This almost sounds like a Florida man thing. Um, an Oklahoma man allegedly killed his friend over the weekend because he thought that the victim had summoned Bigfoot to kill him while they were fishing. Uh, Larry Dole Sanders, uh, age 53, was arrested and charged with first-degree murder. He had gone noodling or fishing with his bare hands on Saturday at the South Canadian River with his friend. Um, you ever, you should watch some of those videos on YouTube about noodling. No. They stick their hand down a catfish's throat and bring them up out. Yeah, pretty awesome. Um, his friend's name was, uh, Jimmy Knighton. Almost a good name. A confrontation ensued, and Sanders told authorities he struck and strangled Knighton, whose body was found the next day in the river, according to the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation. A special agent for a state law enforcement agency wrote that Sanders told him he discovered at the river that Knighton attended, intended to feed him to Sasquatch. According to an affidavit obtained by the Oklahoman, Oklahoman, that's... Uh, their newspaper there, evidently. Larry advised he believed Jimmy was trying to get away from him so that the Sasquatch could eat Larry. The agent reportedly wrote in the report, Larry would not let Jimmy get away. Larry punched Jimmy and struck Jimmy with a stick. Larry and Jimmy fought on fought for an extended amount of time on the ground. So, I bet there was probably some alcohol involved in that fishing trip. Yeah, or drugs, yeah. Um, and that's pretty much all we got for that, which I kind of think Bigfoot's real. What do you think? No, I've never believed in Bigfoot or Sasquatch or any of that. And I know I, we have listeners that believe in it. Good for you. I do not. Why not? Why? Let's move on. Why? Because we need to get going. No, why don't you believe in Bigfoot? I just don't believe in him. Why? Or her or whatever it is. Why? I just don't. I don't believe that you there's gotta a, have a reason. around. Do you believe around. in aliens? No. You know that. Do you believe in the Loch Ness Monster? No. Do you believe in the Tooth Fairy? No. Easter Bunny? No. Santa Claus? Uh-uh. Wow, you must have had a deprived childhood. I did. Just ask my family. Good grief. Okay, so uh, our next story comes... 
A Florida sheriff releases video of armed home intruders fleeing when the intended victim fires back with a rifle. Good for them. Good for them. The Escambia County Sheriff's Office released video of a Florida homeowner firing a rifle at home intruders as deputies tried to identify the fourth suspect. Three of the suspects approached the victim's home while a fourth waited in a car. When the victim unlocked the front door, two of the men allegedly pushed their way inside and started attacking him. Uh, The third guy was waiting outside with a handgun. The victim was armed, but he lost his gun during the scuffle, and then he ran to the back of the house and grabbed an AK-47-style rifle, which he started firing at the intruders. Escambia County Sheriff Chip Simmons said he did absolutely nothing wrong. Uh, If someone breaks into my front door, barges, and attacks me or my family, they're going to get shot, and I afford that same consideration to the residents of my county. Very nice. Yeehaw. Right? So did he get him? Did he strike him or did they all get away? It didn't say. Oh. It didn't say, but... I'm thinking if the third suspect had a gun and was waiting at the door, I think they had intent to harm the homeowner if the thing doesn't go their way. Even though he unlocked the door, they pushed their... And I'm not sure if Florida has the castle law or whatever it is, like uh, Texas has, where you're allowed to defend your castle. I'm defending my castle whether I have the law or not. I'll take it up later. But I'm going to live. I've seen you shoot. Mm. You might hit him. Probably not as good as I would, though. (sighs) Anywho. Anywho. Uh, And then, I don't really have anything to report on sports this week, I don't think. Uh... And I don't think anybody important died. That's kind of a bummer. My phone just went off. Um, so I think that's pretty much it. I guess we probably ought to uh, head on into the old episode now, huh? A. A. So, this week, we are going to talk about Palestine. And the Palestine is the word in the song, but it's actually talking about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Why isn't it Palestine? Caribbean, Caribbean. Tomato. Tomato. Potato. Apple. Potato. Okay. So. Caramel. Caramel. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Somebody said that I saw a deal uh, today. Good grief. I saw a deal the other day that said, um, see, that's how important I am, that they should just go ahead and start pronouncing the L in salmon. It just just call it Salomon. It goes along with every other weird crap that we got going on nowadays. Right. Salmon. You can be whatever gender you want to be. Right. You can. Oh, I tried to get into the horse races by claiming yes. that I identified as a female. That didn't work out so well for me. Now did it? So Wednesday is ladies' night at the horse races, and of course I got in free. Any lady did, and your host decides he's going to try it. So he said, "What if I identify as a woman tonight?" And the lady said, please don't. We just had a guy try that. And, you know, and he, so I was embarrassed and just said, just pay and let's go. It didn't work for the other guy either, evidently. Evidently. Which is correct. It should not work. Well. Nope. And Nope. You have morals and values. Some. No, you do. Okay. So, Palestine. Back on. You keep going off on all these tangents. <laughs> You're horrible about mm-hmm. that. So anyhow, this is a tale as old as time. 
um, and I'm going to try to not get too biblical on this one, because uh, this isn't a biblical podcast, but we're going to dive in a bit of, a little bit. Um, one of the... F- what are you doing? I thought this was garbage, and I was going to try and... Do I need to get you away? a fidget spinner? <laughs> okay, sorry. Go. So, anyhow. Gosh. Um, one of the places that I was researching at, it says that the roots of this thing started in the 19th and 20th centuries, um, because around, or during those ages or whatever, there are a bunch of, uh, major nationalist movements going on, um, between the Jews and the Arabs, uh, all of them, and there were land grabs going on and whatnot. Um, and in World War One, Britain came out with the Balfour. Balfour Declaration that called for a national home for the Jewish people in Palestine. Um, So the area that's constantly under turmoil, uh, this area uh, that they're always fighting over, it's called Levant, Levant, Mm -hmm. and it's in the eastern Mediterranean and western Asia area. area. Um, And this whole area altogether contains like Syria, Jordan, Israel, Palestine. Um, I think the Gaza Strip and West Bank and whatnot are all in all of this area. Um, but although the some of the sources say that it started in the 19th and 20th century, we're going to get into our Wayback Machine and see that it goes farther back than that. So in the Bible, there was a man named Abraham. And he needed a son to pass his inheritance on to and God had told him that he was going to have him give him a son, that he would have a son. And he was getting up there in years, like way up there. We're talking, I think he was about 100 and his wife was like 99 or something like that. And uh, he hadn't had a son yet. So him and his wife, she agreed to this. I know. They decided to take matters into their own hands. And so they decided Abraham would do the nasty with his maidservant, Rachel. And she ended up getting pregnant, which isn't always the best outcome when you're having an affair. And his wife knew about it, so there shouldn't have been a whole big of a deal. But she uh, it eventually made Sarah mad, um, which is kind of interesting. You can't uh, give a dog a, a bone and tell him he can't bite. But Sarah made Rachel and Ishmael, the son that he... Or, yeah, Rachel and Ishmael... Um, leave and go off and go do their own thing or whatever and uh that's where the arab line of people came from well god came through on his promise to abraham and sarah like he always does and gave them a son and his son was named isaac and uh isaac is where the jewish line comes from so um and then there was a whole other thing about um, God was going to have Abraham sacrifice his only son, which I'm thinking, because I remember when the kids were little and they'd be up crying all night long, and I could almost hearing God tell me to sacrifice the children. Oh, stop it. That's, it, no. It, no. I, I, think, I no. think I heard something like no. about that. You were asleep. Changed more diapers than my dad ever did. Two? Yeah, he didn't set the bar very high. That's his no. problem. <laughs> so anyhow, um, 
that's why the Jews are called God's chosen people, because God made the promise, and um, he was going to come through on it. And um, also in this promise, they were supposed to get all this land, but the Arabs didn't want to give it back to them. And then the battle has raged on since then. Um, so it actually started not in the 19th and 20th centuries, but maybe two to 3,000, 4,000 years, maybe even more than that. And even to further the argument, when the Jews escaped Egypt, God told them that he was going to give them all this land. Uh, that's why it's called the promised land. And then they went in and defeated all the tribes that were there and took ownership of the land at that time too. But they've also been exiled from that land multiple times um, and sent to Babylon or Persia or wherever that they uh, went back to. So that kind of gives you the backstory on this whole thing. So jumping back to modern times, Israel was actually given its statehood in 1948, which ended up causing the Arab-Israeli War. And I, I was having a hard time finding about what all the the or finding out what all the fighting was actually about. It seems like it was about the borders that were created when Israel became its own country, and uh, they, you know, they were fighting over certain boundaries, basically, of how much land they were supposed to get. And the Jews ended up holding on to the area that they had, and I think they ended up also getting the Gaza Strip, but then they eventually gave that over um, to Egypt. But anyhow, the fighting in the area continued. Um, it sometimes involved into full-scale war, like what happened in the Six-Day War in 1967. Uh, in this war, Israel went up against multiple Arab states and beat all of them in six days. Uh... They were also able to gain military control of the Gaza Strip and the West Bank, and they sent the Palestinians to have to establish in Jordan. They basically run them out of the land. So they were living in Jordan, and they kind of wore out their welcome there and ended up having to leave there and go to Lebanon. But as we kind of go through history, the Palestine that is being talked about in the song mainly consists of the West Bank, which was called that because it's on the West Bank of the Jordan River. You know, you're so old that when you were born, the Dead Sea was only sick. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The Dead Sea's over there, too. Mm. It's where the river mm -hmm. flows in. There's no outlet from that lake, so everything died in it. And it's a real saltwater lake, kind of like the Great Salt Lake in Utah. This says you cannot drown in the Dead Sea because there's so much salt in the lake you can't sink. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, like I said, the Israelis, they took military control of this area in the Six-Day War. And once they occupied the land, Israel started to establish settlements there. And uh, I'm trying to kind of flow this, but I've been bringing in stuff from all sorts of different places. Um, so if you haven't had enough Bible yet, we're going to bring up the issue of religion again. And it seems that this part of the world, or if you live in this area, your religion is part of who you are. If you're a Jew, you run with the Jews. If you're an Arab, you generally run with the Muslims. Um, in the U.S., everybody just basically calls himself a Christian. Um, and if just because you spend most of your time in the missionary position doesn't make you a missionary. So not every, what? That was not necessary. Well, it was th not necessary. It Lord, I apologize. Pray for all the pygmies in New Guinea. Mm -hmm. So 
which here's a little tangent for you. Um, I know I'm not the best person in the world, as you like to point out, but a little pet peeve of mine is when people call themselves Christians and then they go out and do things openly that are so far away from Christianity. Like you look on Facebook or something and somebody posts something bad that happened to them and then somebody else posts, I'm praying for you. And I'd like to post, who are you praying to? Um, but I know that's not right, and it could start a big argument. Um, and I don't like arguing with people on Facebook all the time. So I just, some people out there listening should probably take heed of this and learn to keep thoughts to themselves so they don't always start fights on Facebook. Because Facebook is not the place for fighting. It's a place for giving and taking and having good conversation with people that you don't know and have never met and they like to take pictures of their food to show you what they're eating. People should post their real life on Facebook, not just all the good crap. Like all my sunsets or my well, sunrises? Well, that's a little excessive as well. We don't need 15 pictures of the same sun. And the, the, if you look ugh, at it, it's Time different. delay. This was one second ago. It was different. The colors are different. If you pay attention. <sighs> Mercy. Mm. Anyhow, back on track. So the religion of these people, um, it's basically in the ethos of who they are. They're, that's what it's uh, what a lot of it kind of comes back down to. And they hold a lot of different beliefs between the two of them. And they also both hold that the land was given to them. Um, so that's kind of going back to the conflict and what it's um, c- coming back to. And then... Israel is basically the only non-Arab country over there, so they're kind of getting hit from all sides because all the other countries are Muslim and with the whole religion thing and the death to the infidels and all that other crap. Infidels. But my own personal thought of why this was included in the song wasn't because uh, the Israeli settlements in the West Bank, but it was the Palestinian response to this. They started tons of attacks on northern Israel. They all started to do. They also started to do a bunch of airplane hijackings. Um, these terrorist acts put the PLO, which is the Palestinian Liberation um, Organization, I think it is, on the world stage. Um, I'd heard that one time that the reason the U.S. Delta Force actually was initially created was in response to all the airline hijackings that were going on at the time. And since the Palestinians had already been kicked out of Jordan, they were also causing issues in Lebanon. Uh, They had militants that were there attacking the Lebanese people. So since they were fighting Israel as well, Israel decided to join in on this and help out the Lebanese civil war that was going on. And they ended up capturing Beirut, and the PLO then had to leave there, and they ended up going to Tunisia. Um, And these conflicts still go on to this day. The PLO has caused... A lot of problems. So Palestine, although it's just talking about a, a little area that's over there, it's I think it's kind of more about all the fighting that was going on it, back in these times. I still even remember, even into the 80s and maybe even in the 90s, you know, there were the attacks have actually kind of settled down over there. They must be reloading or, or something. Or maybe we just don't hear about them anymore. Yeah, because we're too busy looking at COVID. Right. Um, so it seems kind of like the period that the song is in. Um, either he needed a word to rhyme or the conflicts had just escalated at the time. And they did actually kind of, they did create a bit of a ceasefire in 2000 
uh, President Clinton invited the President of Palestine and the Prime Minister of Israel to come to Camp David, and they came up with a bit of a peace agreement, but it didn't last too long. And the thing, it's not really the Palestinians that are doing all this stuff. They're not really the bad guys in it. It's the PLO that does a lot of it. The so they're they're it kind of like everybody gets painted with the same brush. Mm-hmm. And the Israelis, they aren't totally left without blame on their part either. Um, they've launched some unwarranted attacks as well back onto the other side. And one of the biggest problems with the whole thing is all the innocent bystanders that get killed or wounded uh, by a person or blowing themselves up or by a rocket attack or something like that. And it's actually so bad over there when we uh, were talking to oh, Officer Bush or somebody who went over there. They've got guys that are like EMS people that they just walk around with an EMS bag. Like they got their briefcase in one hand and this EMS bag in the other hand. And when a car bomb goes off or something, their emergency response system is set up to it'll look it'll send out a text to all the people in this area. Like, you know, in they say like a thousand yards of wherever this bomb went off. The the um, emergency response system is set up to like send out a message to all those people. And if they don't get enough people to respond, then it sends it out wider. And it just sends it out wider until they can get enough people to come that's how would you like being living in a country that you're so used to being attacked and stuff like that no. that this stuff just kind of happens and people will go on about their business no no thank yeah. you um and along with that talking about the infidels and things like that a lot of the extremist muslims figure that if they die in the name of allah and take a bunch of infidels with them they'll get 72 virgins in heaven but the joke's on them because it doesn't say if the virgins are male or female. Oh, gosh. Mm. So. We're going to assume. Assume what? That they're women. Well, what if it's a female bomber? Well, then I don't know what to tell her. Nope. Not a word. The wheels are turning. Done. Nope. Don't say it's it. It's getting ready to come out. Nope. Let it go. Okay. Well, um, yeah, and that's kind of all I had for that one. I was kind of a little bit wondering of where it's going to go with that. Uh, the other thing is I'm trying to get kind of researched ahead a little bit. And here in a few weeks, we're going to be coming up to some episodes that either we're going to have to add the episode with a lot of mishmash and jibber-jabber between me and the old uh, ball and chain. Oh here Ow. or uh there are i'm gonna have to put multiple episodes together so if you uh learn how to type you can email me and tell me what you would like if you want more mish more jibber jabber or sh- shorter episodes or episodes put together because like one of the ones that i'm getting ready to uh do the research on is wheel of fortune Woohoo! there's lots to say about that there's Pat not that say jack vanna there's not that much to say about the Wheel of Puzzles. Fortune. How do they magically turn? She just touches it and it spins. It used to spin. It doesn't no more. No, she has to turn it herself. She used No, she could touch it and it would turn. In well, there were, some of the episodes. Now she just touches it and it, now she just goes and it automatically does I don't think thing. she's even there anymore, is she? I think so. I like how she always walks and smiles at the cameras. Or walk. You ever notice her mm-hmm. head turns and she follows, I'd love for her to trip sometime. I well, she's she, trying to look all pretty and snazzy for the camera. Practices a lot. <sighs> Good job, Vanna. But anyhow, yeah. So we're gonna have to uh, kind of figure out what we're gonna do on those episodes. Uh, if we're gonna just 
because I seriously cannot talk about the Wheel of Fortune for that long. If the episode takes longer than an episode of watching Wheel of Fortune, <laughs> it's not. There's not that much to talk about about the Wheel of Fortune. Okay. And then there's uh, Wheel of Fortune, Sally Ride, Born Dead, Homeless Wits, Age Crack. We'd lot to talk about on AIDS. Yeah. Bernie Getz. There's not a whole lot to talk about. Who's Bernie Getz? He was the guy that um, attacked those guys on the subway. They tried to rob him, and he attacked them with a screwdriver, and it was a big to do. Oh. So there's not a whole lot to talk about with right. him either hmm. so anyhow um maybe i'll come up with something try to find something to talk about we can talk about wheel of fortune and how many bearings are underneath the wheel how many <laughs> often they have to grease the bearings or something underneath the wheel or is it rigged oh yeah because like when the people get greedy yep and they oh i'm gonna spin one more time alex and then they end up hitting bankrupt like every single time yep i think there's a bit don't be greedy you, nope doesn't oh and remember back in the olden days when they'd win wheel of fortune and they would have to go on the shopping spree yep drove me crazy yeah they'd buy like a cooking set that was like three thousand dollars or some stupid thing it wasn't that expensive but it was ridiculous i did not like that yeah anywho anyhow um we've rambled on long enough now so uh hopefully you guys are still listening to this and sharing it on your own facebook pages or sharing it um, telling your friends that you love listening to the podcast and they should really listen to the podcast. And um, there's tons of good information in this podcast, right? Palestine. Palestine. So, anyhow, that is pretty much it for this one. We will see you guys on the next one. Okay, bye. Have a good week. Be safe and stay hydrated. <laughs>